Welcome to Conversations on Life, Work, and Love, hosted by coaches Bonnie Blackstone and Ramey Gibbs. Our focus is to give voices to Gen X women and help them achieve a well-lived life. Good afternoon, Ramey. Good morning, Bonnie. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Good. Let's start off on a positive note. What's new and good with you? My lady. New and good. So kind of exciting news. I'm excited to see it in print. I got my first article that'll be going into a publication out here. So I'm super excited about that. Um, We'll see it when it goes to print and I'll have to make sure I share it with our audience. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was good. And I had girlfriends over this weekend and had some good food and good conversation. So it was a good, good week last week and a good weekend. How about you? Very good. Well, I would have to say that um, for me, I just had a really relaxing weekend after having a couple stressful weeks. It was just a chill time at home with the little monkey. And we did some more Christmas decorating. He got a little Christmas train. We saw Santa. Just really nice and laid back, just what I needed. So re- feeling feeling refreshed other than the gloomy gray Seattle weather that's throwing me a little bit off kilter, but I'm not going to let it get me down. Yeah, I hear you. I've got a little <laughs> bit of, cold, of a cold brewing or something, so hopefully I won't pack uh, it too much here, but we'll see. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. I, I've got I think that my was beverage. last week, wasn't it? That was me. I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling better. They, good, 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 apparently good. that uh, BS allergy has passed. Now we just get the <laughs> normal sniffles, but I got my <laughs> beverage next to me too. So yeah, such is life. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of feeling a little wonky, um, I really like our topic today. We're going to be talking about how unresolved trauma can actually cause diseases and dysfunction within your physical body. And I know that you have a lot of personal experience with this. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that? And we'll launch this with your story. Yeah, no, absolutely. So it's kind of an interesting thing. You know, basically anybody who has uh, survived a childhood can say that they have had some sort of childhood trauma. But um, some of us, it's much deeper than others. And so in my case, and we've talked about this a little bit in earlier episodes, but um, I came from two alcoholic parents. Um, and so, you know, I kind of went through all of my life not really thinking anything was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought you had to chase happiness. Well, I've learned that's not true. It comes from within. So obviously there was something not quite right, but I didn't recognize it. I thought it was fine. Right. And so when we started in our coaching program, well, let me backtrack a little bit. So when I was about 40, so I guess that was 11 years ago now, I finally got a diagnosis of Hashimoto's disease, mm-hmm. which is an autoimmune disorder that attacks the thyroid. And I'd had all of these warning signs for years, but nobody could identify it. Traditional medicine, it, I wasn't, because it was kind of cyclical during that time, or so it would go, the hormones would go up and down. So it was never identified. Mm-hmm. So, but I gained weight, I gained 20 pounds, and then I gained another 20 pounds, and I couldn't lose it. Um, my hair started thinning, I had all of these side effects or these um, symptoms, I guess is really what I want to say, happening with no known reason that they were happening. Right. So finally, it was diagnosed when I was 40. And from there, it became a well, how do we treat this? So traditional medicine basically says, we can treat the thyroid. We don't know how to treat the autoimmune disorder. So there's no treating the root cause. All we can do is throw medicine at the thyroid. Mm. So doing that, I never got any better. Um, the only thing that it truly does, I think, is prevent a goiter from growing. Uh, and a goiter would be like a tumor growing on my thyroid. Um, but beyond that, it really doesn't do a whole lot. Sure, it manages the the thyroid levels, but it doesn't help the hair grow back in. It doesn't help you lose weight. It doesn't do any of those things. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So I was left with all of these effects and no way to resolve them because they don't treat the root cause in traditional medicine. They're just not taught to do that. 
you know, and, you know, you talk to an, a naturopath or a holistic provider and they'll say, don't pick on traditional medicine too much because they're just not taught to do that. They're not taught to look outside the box. They're taught in the in their books. That this is how you treat this condition. So that's what they do. Yeah. So don't pick on them too much. But <laughs> if you look outside the box or go a more holistic route, there are ways to find out what the root cause are and to treat them. So from 40 to 50, I think I was 50 when I found this out. So let's say this. So unresolved trauma can cause disease and pain in your body. That's it. And so you find out you have unresolved trauma, which in my case, I was like, what do you mean? What? So this was in our coaching class that we learned this. And I remember the instructor was talking about this and she's, and she says, yeah, if you know, autoimmune disease is often caused by unresolved trauma. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I have an autoimmune disease. What are you, what are you saying? So no idea until I'm 50 years old and I've been living with this condition for years, right. Diagnosed for over 10. Um, so crazy. So So you would say that until hearing that instructor verbalize that, you had no idea. No clue. Yeah. So that was your aha moment. So it was the aha moment, one, that, okay, maybe that is the bottom line of what caused the disease in my body. Mm -hmm. And then if that's the case, then how do we go about treating it? And how do we get through it and over it. So what, what do you have to do in that case? Cause I'm fine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can remember that specific class and we broke out into what is called a little zoom um, breakout rooms. And you were asking in our coaching practice practice, I have this Hashimoto's disease. I am trying to find doctors. You were still at the very beginning phase of it. And I can remember the look on your face of a, I am, correct me if I'm wrong, slight disbelief or just beginning the journey with zero path to follow. Yeah. And that's it because the, you do all the research and there's, you know, particular doctors, like there's a thyroid doctor out there. uh, She's a thyroid. She calls herself the thyroid pharmacist. And, so I got her books and I followed her Facebook pages and her website and tried to follow things she said. But unless you get with the right doctor, it's impossible to try to do all of these things yourself on a self-guided journey. It, if people do it, I don't know how. I truly don't know how. Because there's so many things you have to test and so many different things you have to try. And, mm-hmm. and even her stuff never talked about unresolved trauma. <laughs> so. Yeah, well... <laughs> Sadly, whether it's autoimmune related or hormonal related, you know, you don't know because we are conditioned to seek a primary care physician, a a gynecologist, take this pill. And the information, I I think it's becoming a bit more mainstream, but, you know, you didn't know, I didn't know. How many, how many of our listeners, anyone out there, how do you know that your condition is trauma related? So that being said, Ramey, what does one do? Well, and it's a process. It truly Mm -hmm. is a process. So I think it's, it's a kind of a threefold step. You have to find a functional doctor. A functional doctor is going to be your, your best provider. Unfortunately, they're not covered by insurance yeah um so you're gonna have to come out of pocket for this but you find the functional doctor that can work with you on your particular autoimmune disorder and then you have to find the therapist that understands the holistic approach to treating an autoimmune disorder and go in explaining what your goals are um one, I want to overcome my trauma because I have this autoimmune disorder and I need to figure out what this trauma that I'm holding on to that I can, so I need to figure out how to let go of it so mm-hmm. that I can heal. 
Um, and then, so those are the two big things. You got to get the functional doctor and the therapist that, that work together. Um, and then from there, there's a whole bunch of steps that have been proven by trauma therapists um, that help you self-regulate um, and start to build uh, a comfortable space within yourself. So those are the things that we can talk about a little bit deeper. And then we'll we'll make the connection on how, as a coaches, we can work with people through this. There's a couple of things I wanted to just bring up real quick, because so, I think these are kind of important. So there's a specialist in trauma, and his name is Dr. Bruce Perry. And he and Oprah Win- Winfrey wrote this book that's called What Happened to You? And highly recommend that people read this if you have experienced any sort of trauma or have a loved one that has experienced trauma. But in the book, he says, if you have any sort of developmental trauma, the truth is you're going to be at risk of almost any kind of physical health, mental health, social health problem that you can think of. Mm-hmm. So it's anything. So knowing that, and we'll relate back to your story a little bit, Bonnie, and let's come back to that a little bit too. You had <laughs> your trauma in your teenage years, early teenage years, and yours kind of morphed into not an autoimmune disorder, but more of, I don't know what you call it. Is it kind of a, it's a mental illness in a way, right? Bulimia or body it, it is. Uh, it is classified um, mental illness. Uh, it's a depression. It's, you know, I had body dysmorphia, bulimia. I'm, and it's, it's a control issue. It was me trying to control a situation that couldn't control. So it does, stress can, you know, definitely affect you mentally as well as physically. As far as um, physically, I, fortunately, a knock on wood, have not encountered an autoimmune disorder. I know plenty of people, you with your Hashimoto's. um, I have a brother with multiple sclerosis. I know actually several people with MS. And um, it is not, uh, when they're diagnosed, as you were, not given that option of, hey, let's get to the root of how did this settle into your body? Whereas with mine because I'm there for a mental, emotional situation, a crisis, oh, yeah, uh, I went to a therapist. Yeah, right. That was, that was stop number one. I didn't have a choice and then went through, you know, some physical care to take care of whatever damage I had caused myself. But Western medicine is taught to treat the physical aspect of it, which there right. are plenty, you know, and let's – we can talk a little bit about that too. What are some the underlying physical aspects of what an autoimmune disease is and, and where that might stem from physically? Mm-hmm. To me, I think the biggest thing that comes up is inflammation. Yeah. I mean, inflammation throughout the entire body. And, you know, mm-hmm. inflammation is the root of all evil, truly, for mm-hmm. our systems. It's, it's what causes heart attacks. It's what causes strokes. It's what cancer. causes cancer. I mean, it, it's the root of all evil, truly. Yeah. Um, and so many things beyond it just trauma, help, you know, trauma that we hold on to causes inflammation, um, but also our diets. And so mm-hmm. that's where a functional doctor, too, will work with you on working on your diet to help you be able to combat some of these things. Um, a real common thing that happens to, people with autoimmune disease is leaky gut, which Mm -hmm. is, I think it's becoming more mainstream now because I've heard some, some traditional doctors use the term, Mm -hmm. whether they believe it or not. I don't really know if they're (laughs) learning how to treat it. I don't know. But um, the, the concept there is that a lot of us store our, our feelings, I guess would be a good way to put it in our gut. And what ultimately happens is the lining of our guts uh, become permeable and the toxins go back into our systems. And that's what ultimately causes these disorders. Yeah. Um, and another a note on the inflammation is cortisol. Cortisol is a hormone that 
regulates stress. When we were created or, you know, whatever you want to call it, our primitive brains were programmed to fight off saber-toothed tigers. And the hormone cortisol would would escalate to get you through that fight or flight. flight. And to this day, we don't know that our brains don't know the difference between fighting off a saber-toothed tiger and a bad day at work or the residual trauma. You're in a constant state of increased cortisol with no way to regulate it without this knowledge of what it is. And that cortisol is just builds and builds and builds and it creates inflammation. Creates inflammation. It makes it so you can't lose weight. Mm -hmm. um, So like I know in my case, when I had mine measured, which they do through a saliva test. um, So basically what they check for, it's supposed to be trying to remember, I think it's supposed to be, low in the morning and then build up during the day and then drop back down in the evening. Mm-hmm. So mine starts out normal in the morning and then drops down and then increases. So this is why I don't sleep well because yeah. my fight or flight is too high. And then I'm low energy in the afternoon because it's dropped too low. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big thing for me as well, trying to get that adjusted. And it's a process. It's a process. So um, so we're fighting it with supplements and diet. And um, it's interesting. I think it's the licorice root that is the big thing that we're treating the cortisol with. Oh, okay. Can you talk a little bit more about what you're going through now with the person you ultimately found that you're feeling results finally? Yeah, so I have a, it's kind of, it's a two-pronged thing here. So I have, locally, I have, uh, she's a therapist and a nutritionist that eventually we'll get her on the show and get the real scientific side of all this. But she works with this other doctor in Washington, so I'm in Texas, and who specializes in autoimmune disorders. and so. She ran my DNA. That's where she starts. She runs your DNA through um, some sort of system. I don't know exactly that goes through and breaks down all of the things that you are potentially preset to have issues with. Uh, So we start treating those things through supplements. And then she did my hormones. We looked at the cortisol. We looked at the progesterone and the testosterone and the estrogen. And I'm also at that age where I'm just about at menopause. So we had to adjust those as well uh, for in my case, which and everybody's different, but in my case, my estrogen was too high. My progesterone was too low and my testosterone was normal. So and I, and just a side note on this, you have to be careful with your functional doctors as well, because the first one that I went to thought I should be on this testosterone. Uh, I think you did it once, Bonnie, with the, the pellets. pellets. Mm-hmm. Well, so he thought I should try that. Well, I wasn't ready to do the pellet because I wasn't ready to commit to that because once it's in your system, you're stuck with it. So I tried to do, um, just, I just took testosterone uh, through uh, the pharmacy and it didn't really do anything for me. But it was interesting that this doctor, when she ran it, that she's like, no, your testosterone's fine. Why are you messing with that? Okay. (laughs) Ah, such a mystery. It is. And then, you know, my gynecologist ran the same test. She did it through blood versus the saliva test. But she's like, okay, yeah, your progesterone's low but didn't address anything else. She didn't address it really. She didn't say, let's get you on some progesterone. She didn't address it. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. To just address it from the, yes, you're still perimenopausal. 
Thank you. I knew that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Through your own research, you came across this website for this woman in Washington who specialized in autoimmune and started to connect the dots. Yeah. So my therapist here uh, in Brownsville, so someone had given me her name because they knew she was both a therapist and a, um, a nutritionist. So that was actually Sandra, who you'll meet in the next episode, gave me her as a referral. And so I reached out to her and said, what do you, what do you recommend? And what do you think? And she's like, I have this lady. Her name's Dr. Keisha Ewers, if, if anybody's interested. Um, you can do everything through Zoom with her. So you don't have to be in Washington. But yeah, so she connected me with her and then I started the steps with her and she recommended all of the supplements and did the original tests, the, the DNA portion and the um, hormones. And then my therapist nutritionist down here also did a food sensitivities test and a gut test, which so I've got the food sensitivities back and some of them are weird, but they may be the reason that the inflammation isn't going down because there are things that are in my diet that are very common, like egg whites. Who the freak is allergic to egg whites? <laughs> so anyway, me, apparently. So it's apparently. not really allergic, but it's very highly sensitive. Vanilla is another really hard one. I mean, my creamer every morning had vanilla in it. So I've just been poisoning myself every day. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that's pretty wild is turmeric. Okay, this is supposed to be an anti-inflammatory, but hey, your body doesn't like it. And I love curry. So mm-hmm. it's just a, you know, because the curries, but so wow. weird. I I tell people all the time to take a turmeric supplement instead yeah. of the ibuprofen. I, I rave about it. You know, there again, what works for me doesn't work for you. Right. Um, the testosterone pellets worked amazing for me. Yeah. Didn't work for you. You know, and the bottom line is everybody's different. You have to be your own advocate. You have to be your own detective. Um, Well, let's circle back to the um, trauma uh, piece of this. So you're now working with a therapist. And and of course, a therapist, you know, talk as candidly as you you feel comfortable. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty open, open book with this stuff. So uh, it's a, it's kind of scary mm-hmm. because I don't know what we're going to find, you know, because, and again, our stories are so different. You knew exactly what you were dealing with. In my right. case, I really don't know. I, I wasn't abused. I wasn't, I didn't go hungry, but I lived in a stressful situation. I mean, and and that's where the, obviously the cortisol I think my body is just, I've been stressed my entire life. Yeah. Um, And so I'm always in high alert, always in high alert. So I think that's truly what it is. And and now, so what we're focusing in on is trying to, she's using a technique called, I believe it's IFS, inner family systems, mixed with some other things too, but it's um, really trying to get to know my inner feelings, my self at different ages. Um, there's a book I'm reading called No Bad Parts right now that's trying to help me get through this process because I'm trying to do it faster than slower because <laughs> we only have the therapy appointments every two weeks, right? So you can't do so much, so much in each meeting, but um, it's really kind of going into sort of a meditative state and internally reflecting and trying to bring up feelings and yourself at certain ages and try to identify what you're holding on to mm-hmm. and then having compassion for these parts, you know, being, they're not really beings within you, you're the being, but the parts within you to have compassion for all of the parts so that, I think the end goal, I guess, would make your whole body feel loved and at peace. Um, 
And then and we term this, everybody terms it differently. And so you'll have to, for yourself, understand it. But we, we all have an inner light, um, call it whatever you will. But the, the inner light, all it wants is to feel love and joy and have, have a good time, really, right? Right. And so the goal is to let that inner light shine bright and not be in conflict with the rest of your parts. If that makes sense. Um, it, it does make sense. Uh, we also have inner darkness that is manifested to protect that light. So right. I so think, the, I, I, and I don't know what's in that, but I put it on my wish list. I want to read the book, but it's in working with shadow work, you create these bits of your personality that protect the delicate light like the yes. that's where the bitchiness comes out or the you know just the sides of you that aren't quite as pleasant um and it's good to get to know those parts too yeah you know? and that's that's kind of what the whole idea is that they're they call them protectors in there and mm-hmm. so to get to the wounded parts you have to get the protectors to step out of the way yeah yeah and, and then then you have to work with the protectors as well and and convince them that they don't have to do that job anymore what's a different job that they could do what is their job supposed to be because their job is not supposed to be to be mean and evil it's right. to 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 honor the light that's their job is to honor the light yeah. um so you have to reprogram because all of these different parts of you you know you've got the wounded one and then you've got the the protector that's, you know, that's hiding the the wounded one or uh, protecting it, or uh, in some cases they're very um, negative toward themselves, and and you know people that have these issues too, where they're just always negative about themselves and they have no self worth, self-deprecating, well, and yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's one of those. You know, maybe mom was super controlling and always told you that you sucked and, you know, you were never good enough. And so that's you have that that part of you that's always telling you that you're terrible. Yeah. So, you know, that so now you've got to get to the kid that was that felt terrible because mom said they sucked. <laughs> we're never good enough. Right. Yeah. You got to release the kid and then you got to retrain the protector. Mm-hmm. So it's all it sounds a little crazy and a little woohoo and I'm I'm still struggling with it but at first I was like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah but it's interesting yeah embrace the different um yeah it's interesting now to see what comes up um I had to do this one I think I did it yesterday that was plus to take clusters of I'll label them as feelings in this particular case but just to see what would come up so you just kind of try to zone in on something, whatever comes up, and you identify where it's at in the body and what it looks like, and then you draw it and map it, and then you see, okay, what else is coming up and how is it connected, and then where is it coming from, and draw it. And so you're trying to create things, these clusters, and how figure out how they're connected, and so you can then break the connections or reprogram the connections or whatever it may be. Wow, it's fascinating. And so the end result, hopefully, is taking care of the physical body, the the mental body, the spiritual body. We we talk about that, mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. You will be able to relieve yourself of this Hashimoto's and start feeling some normality. Yeah. So that's, I guess when I went into the therapy, you know, that they ask what the goal is. And so the first goal is to overcome this illness. And the second goal for me is to experience true joy mm-hmm. because I, I don't know that I ever truly have. I think I've always experienced joy through other people's eyes. Yeah. So, cause I've never really allowed myself to have strong feelings. The only one that I've really ever allowed is anger. So. Mm-hmm. That was a def- defense mechanism. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk ab- about um, your journey has been extensive and you've been doing it at least a good year or more. 
um, deep into it for probably a couple of years, but Yeah. yeah. Let's talk to our listeners who might be recognizing a bit of an autoimmune or stress-related condition coming on. Um, And that can be anything from the Hashimoto's, thyroid not working right, to lupus, multiple sclerosis. um, RA. Yeah, rheumatoid arthritis, uh, uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, there's a whole mess of Oh, gosh, so many. So what is something someone can do now that maybe isn't quite prepared for the journey you're taking with the holistic approach and the out of pocket it is stuck with their primary care physician, you know, and possibly with no other choice. What Just are some, yeah. What are some avenues for, for our listeners? So I think the first thing, if you can identify with any sort of childhood trauma and maybe even adult trauma at that, but uh, start with that. Um, get the psychologist, the therapist, the counselor, whatever you need there and start working that piece of it. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, there are several different activities that you can do to help self-regulate yourself. One of the biggest ones that you'll find in everything that you read is to do something with rhythm. And this has been proven over and over with PTSD folks that have PTSD, you know, military or even just childhood trauma, but something with rhythm. So this might be martial arts. It might be drumming, dancing, Tai Chi, singing, humming, um, kickboxing. And even a really good one is, is walking in nature. So, but pick an activity that has a regular rhythm to it, that it, it regulates yourself. So find an activity like that that's the best a good place to start and then i would say we've got a little list here that we'll talk through and the more of these things that you can do for yourself the better you will start to feel so the rhythm is key body work through touch regular massage and body you can probably talk about that a little bit i'm sure you've had some experience with that and how you've probably had people cry on your table before for no apparent reason I know that's somewhat common. Yeah, I have. It's that somatic uh, response. Yeah. You know, muscle holds memory. And that's a whole another segment we can get into where your body is actually holding on to elements of the trauma. Yeah. And, and touch therapy can help you release that. And it can also help you trust your body again. So, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's another huge element. Mm-hmm. Yoga. There's been several studies on this. If you did a do a ten week of ten weeks of yoga and do a regular practice, it's going to significantly reduce your trauma response. So there's a whole section on the body keeps the score, which is another book we can talk about a bit more. That's highly good. That's highly recommended for reading in conjunction with this kind of work. But yeah, so yoga is key because it helps you release the muscles. It helps you with internal balance and external balance. It really just kind of brings you to a state of peace. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very helpful. Um, Breathing, which is also part of the yoga practice and part of a meditation practice. But even that, let's do it, Bonnie. So if you're not driving, actually you can do this if you're driving. Um, Do it with us for just a minute. So what we're going to do is we're going to breathe in for four, hold for four, and breathe out for four. So let's get ready. I am ready. One, two, three, four, hold for four, three, four, and let it out for four. And if you do that multiple times, you're really going to be able to feel your body Just calm down. Right. So when you're in a state of um, anxiety or panic, breathe, breathe, breathe. Yeah. That was honestly the best advice anyone ever gave me. Um, And I go back to that. It was when my father passed away and I literally, I don't think I had 
taken a deep breath in hours after getting the news. And a good friend said, breathe. Don't forget to breathe. Yeah. Um, and I carry that like a, like a mantra. Like you just realize that you're not taking deep, yeah. calming breaths. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. And um, we talk about the rhythm and the the body movements, the yoga. They, to me, two things come up. First of all, you are releasing that cortisol. That cortisol has to go somewhere. It can't stay trapped in your body. I am back in the caveman days. You you ran from that saber toothed tiger into your village, and you were greeted by loving arms and they were you know like whew, that was a terrible day and yeah. you shook it off and you went to bed and you woke up feeling better we don't have that most of us have yeah. that wow you had a shitty day at work give me give me a hug and let's shake it off physically well, shake so it off that's the connection we don't have that that's, anymore. yeah so, so that's that's vital too um so that, yeah we, that's another part of this is trying mm-hmm. to build connection definitely and- you know, if it's if you've got friends, try to build that connection with your family. And if yeah. not, then you need to build a support network for yourself. And you know, everybody's different, and we're all going to come from different places. So you have to figure out where it's going to work for you. But it could be a religious organization, some sort of support group. So if it's a, there's lots of trauma support groups out there. There's lots of anons out there, but you know, Al-Anon or AA or. Um, ACOA, Adult Children Law College, there's all of those out there. That's one of yeah. your your there's, circumstances. There's and then there's lots of community organizations out there mm-hmm. that you can join as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's about releasing that feeling of fight or flight. Yeah. And it's also in the breathing, the breath work, the yoga. Get in touch with your body. Learn to pinpoint where that feeling's coming from, and that will start your course towards remembering, realizing where it all began. Yep, and then the breathing and the yoga then leads into meditation, of course. Yeah. Which really puts your body and and your mind in a state where you can acknowledge your thoughts, your feelings, and any sensations in your body without judgment. And so that's the state where you can really start to recognize, dig in and heal. Definitely. Yeah. And all of these things have been proven over and over by different therapy therapists and uh, studies that they will help you deal with trauma. So again, the more that you can start adding to your life, the better you will start to feel, but don't overwhelm. Start with one and then build up. And that, and this is kind of what I've had to do with my own practice, my own self-care practice, because when I started this journey, I sucked. I didn't do anything for myself. It was so bad. I wasn't even walking. You know, I wasn't, I didn't have any doctor's appointments. I think I went three years without going to the gynecologist. I mean, it was bad. It had gotten really bad. Um, so now I have a regular walking practice. I walk. What I try to do, because I I can't seem to do, can't get to get yoga and walking in and on the same day. So what I've started doing is walk one day. So I'll walk on Mondays, yoga on Tuesdays, walk on Wednesdays, you know, so every other day. And then I take Sundays off. Sundays are my day of rest. But so that's become more of a regular practice for me. And then I try to meditate every day for even if it's just for 10 minutes. Um and it, so trying to do that practice, the meditation practice has changed for me where I was doing a, a lot of um, guided meditations, which is a, an amazing place to start. So guided meditations really help. And there's, you know, there's a ton on YouTube. Um, I, there's uh, Insight Timer, which is great. You can download the app on your phone and there's a ton on, of them on there. So those are both great for meditation. But for me now, it, it went from trying to do the guided now to trying to do the inner work that's been prescribed, if you will, um, both for my therapist and then through the book that she recommended, There's No Bad Parts. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I've added the meditation. And and then, of course, with that, there's breathing. I always, to get myself into that state, I have to do the breathing. And, you know, I love a good massage. I don't get them enough. But um, (laughs) Me neither. Yeah. 
<laughs> you should you need to find someone to connect with and trade massages with. <laughs> I know, I know. But, so um, and- let's talk about um we talked about therapy. And therapy is vital for when you're beginning this journey because you need to, we talked last week also about getting yourself to that state of um baseline. Baseline, yeah. So when you're starting out on this journey and you've decided that perhaps your physical condition might be connected to something more internal, definitely reach out to a licensed therapist. This can be some scary work and you need the help of someone who is educated and skilled in dealing with your circumstances. To guide you through the process, Um, yeah. Once you're feeling safe, let's talk about what a life coach can do for you. Yeah. Since that's our jam. That is our jam. So, and this is where a life coach really comes in. That's important. And Bonnie and I do this for each other, I think, to try to help keep us in line and to keep us accountable. So Mm -hmm. your life coach would then become your accountability partner. And what we just talked about, the different activities that you can be doing to help yourself, that's where we would focus on making sure that you have a strong self-care program in place that you're developing it and growing it and make you accountable to do the things that you said you want to do for yourself. Right. Right. Because, you know, you can tell someone you need to meditate, but they'll say, what does that mean? I have to sit on a a pillow in lotus position. I can't even bend my hips right now. You know, you know, you're going to grumble. What's that mean? I can't shut up my brain. Well, we can, teach you how to do that yeah we can teach you how and it's not it's what you make it there's no mm-hmm. set guidelines on how no. to meditate uh you know some people say oh you have to quiet your mind well really you take the things come in and then you let them go and yeah. things come in and you let it go and they yeah. come in and you let go so that's one way to do it and the other way is to focus your thoughts uh, which is what my practice has turned into because that's what we're trying to focus in on things and heal. Mm -hmm. So there's two different ways to do this. You know, it's let it come and then let it go. Let it come and let it go. It's like riding a wave or I really want to target this particular thing. So I'm going to focus on this particular thing and see what comes up. And then I'm going to deal with that. And a lot of it is just sitting in the moment with those feelings and trying to understand what your body is telling you. And I'm finding it interesting because the one I did yesterday, some of the words, the way things were coming to me, it was like a child was saying it. Yeah. Who's telling me this? It was really weird. (laughs) There you go. One of your parts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So once you're, you know, a life coach can definitely help you through these steps. Um, there's, yeah, there's just so much you can do on your own and you shouldn't have to go through life alone. You know, we talk about community, which is vital. A life coach can help you maneuver those steps or navigate, and let's say navigate those steps towards finding your community, finding your voice, the what now, I've been through the therapy, I've got the tools, I know what the issue is, but what now? And that's where a life coach can come in and and help you navigate the waters beyond the healing and, and into continued healing because it's a it's a lifelong process. You're not going to get to next Tuesday or next year and miraculously be cured of trauma. It's part of who you are. It's part of it's part of your life story and part of your experience. And- it's your your tapestry, your DNA. It's it's there. But you should not spend your life suffering. No. Yeah. And so, and that's, again, the, the coaching will help you. It'll help you move forward, right? So your therapist is really going to focus in on helping you heal from that trauma. And then we will help you keep going. Right. Right. And, then, and get on the path that you want to be on. Cause you've been, probably been on a path for so long that just trying to survive and, um, get through and deal with these the anger and, and whatever it may be 
So the next step is now that the anger is under control because you understand it now, how do you start living the life that you want to live? And that's where coaching comes in. Absolutely. Free of pain, free of shame, free of medications, maybe, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, But just living that comfortable, secure life. Remy, you had a quote from the the book we both love, the um, "What Happened to You." And and first of all, I want to say I love that title instead of like "What's Wrong with You." What's wrong with you? What happened to you? To you? Um, should we wrap it up with that quote and, yeah, and talk a little bit about that? Let's do that. And so, what the quote is about? It's forgiveness. And I want to. I'm going to read the quote, and then let's talk about it a little bit from our own perspectives too, sure. because. Forgiveness can be challenging. Um, And so you need to understand why you're doing it and what you're hoping to get from it. So, so Oprah says, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different, but we cannot move forward if we're still holding on to the pain of that past. All of us have been broken and scarred by trauma, have the chance to turn those experiences into post-traumatic wisdom which is part of what I'm sharing with you. Mm -hmm. Forgive yourself, forgive them, step out of your history and into the path of your future. Amen. Amen. And that's it. And so forgiveness, you know, Bonnie, I know you've had to deal with this a couple of times now, but it's, it's interesting on why you want to forgive the people that have harmed you. And it's not because it hurts you. Nobody's hurt, but you. And when you're hold on to anger and, and all of these terrible feelings, the forgiveness isn't saying that what they did is okay. That's not what forgiveness no. is. Mm-mm. It's releasing. It's releasing yourself from the attachment to what they did to you. That's what you're forgiving. Um, and it's also kind of trying to understand that usually when it's our parents, they did the best they could with the set of tools that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of us come from generational trauma. So what we went through, our parents went through and their parents went through, and it just carries on through generation after generation. It may look different, but the coping mechanisms are the same. And so that's what you have to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. Not the action. Right. And that's been my experience too. It's not about, you know, I actually received an apology and I forgave to a certain extent. That was um, the little girl in me wanting to keep the peace. Well, there was another dark part of me who was you know, a couple of weeks ago when he died of a heart attack said, good, I hope it hurt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's letting go of the hold they have on you is a big part of forgiving. And I think you, you said that. Um, and that's really the bottom line. It doesn't mean that all's forgiven and now we can have Thanksgiving dinner together or, no. <laughs> you know, Avoid or, <laughs> You did the best you could by being a murderer or whatever. It's that's that's not true, but it no. is allowing yourself that inner peace. And until you can successfully do that on some level, it's going to eat at you. And it's going it to affect you physically. And guess yes. what? They win. When and that that's happens. it. They win if you let that mm-hmm. happen. So Yeah. Forgive them and by all means, forgive yourself. If you are holding on to blame for what happened, yeah, you were just a child. Let it go. Yeah. Just well, let it go. Or, you know, and, and let's back up a little. Don't feel shame for feeling the anger and the resistance to the forgiveness. It's a process. It is a process. And the more you learn through um, therapy or coaching or your own inner exploration, you'll, you'll see that and it'll slowly start to dissipate. And and one day you'll just go, wow, it really doesn't affect me. Yeah. You know, I had a really hard time forgiving my mom. I really did. Cause I, in my head, I'm like, she didn't do the mm-hmm. best she could. She just didn't. But 
I think the reason I say that is because I don't know her story. I was never able to understand what drove her to drink. I don't know. But something did. And it's not fair for me to not recognize what we don't know what her story was. And so I have to be able to say she did do the best that she could. She did. Um, She drank because she was hiding, running from something. Right. I don't know what. But oh yeah. So I have to just accept that that was her story and this is mine. So I need to forgive her for her story and take my story into control. I need to control my story. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a more about I think letting it truly go is letting go. But, but letting go and I'm I'm yeah, and, and cutting those bonds in, in a compassionate loving way. For yourself and to them, even though yes, you're, yeah, you're yeah. never going to say you love them necessarily, mm-hmm. it, it's just kind of letting them go in peace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. So bottom line is feel what's going in and on in your body. Get to yeah. know your body. Ask it questions. You don't have to suffer. There are avenues. Whatever your means are you can find a path. Yeah. You have to be your own recovery. advocate and fight for yourself. Don't accept some people are just that way. Or you're just going to have to live with that. Mm-hmm. because It's not true. Find the answers and just keep going and keep right. advocating for yourselves. Mm-hmm. The internet is yeah. full of information. You got to be your own detective though, sadly. So, all right. <laughs> so we have two books yeah. we've mentioned here and let's um, bring them back up again. So the one Bonnie and I both absolutely love is What Happened to You? And it's by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah Winfrey. We'll make sure we put that in the notes. Um, and the other one is absolutely. The Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk. Both are great. They both kind of have the same information. Though The Body Keeps the Score is much deeper and more detailed. So it reads more like a textbook. So if you really just want a good read on really understanding trauma written in a way that anybody can read it, what happened to you is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. The body keeps the score um, begins yes. with research back in the seventies. So that'll, that tells you that there has been connection that, has yeah, been out so there a long time. Yeah, if you like the this facts, isn't just if you want the facts, man. The body keeps the score, so there you go. <laughs> just the just the facts, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Ramey, keep up yeah. the good um, effort, and uh, you'll we'll have to circle back on another episode and uh, maybe in six going. months Absolutely. and see how you're okay. how you're feeling. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Join us every Thursday for more conversations on life, work, and love. And when you're ready to find your own voice and your own path towards a well-lived life, we'd love to be your coaches. Reach out to us through our websites. You'll find me, Remy, at renovatedrealities.com. And you'll find me, Bonnie, at bonnieblackstone.com. Thanks for joining us. If you have enjoyed today's episode, be sure to review, rate, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts.